morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Seven thirty-six on a Thursday morning. The all-new this morning with Stacey mm-hmm. Bronson, Daryl McIntyre, generally Morley too. He's off for the rest of this week for the Elks Bye Week, and Brian Hall will be filling in on the sports desk. There is something cool. It's actually be, being referred to as a kind of a trippy light show. Trippy. I haven't heard that word for well, it's like nineteen seventies. Psychedelic, crazy, right? Well, this is going to be at the Zeta Dome at the Telus World of Science, and it's called Way Out, a psychedelic tribute to Bruce Hawk. Now, who? What? And what is this? It's kind of odd. Yeah, we're getting weird here. In the Chen Studios, <laughs> and weird. to 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 talk about who this guy was, because I've never heard of him before. But apparently, Kanye West samples him, his stuff, and then we've got a clip from uh, Mr. Rogers. He was on Mr. Rogers, and he's he's from Nordeg. <laughs> so I, I I need to know more about this guy. So that's why uh, Terry O'Riordan is here, audiovisual conservator at uh, the Provincial Archives of Alberta. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Oh, there we go. Good Got to morning. turn your mics on. It's all technical and that kind of stuff. <laughs> he can probably help you with that, Daryl. <laughs> help, help, help us figure out how somebody most of us don't know about, but who has been on Mr. Rogers, who apparently... Johnny Carson. Is, and Johnny Carson, and who is apparently from Nordeg, uh, gets the attention of the Provincial Archives of Alberta. I, I, help me out here. So, Bruce Hack is, like you said, from Alberta. Mm-hmm. He was born and raised in Alberta, went to the University of Alberta, yeah. graduated with a psychology degree, and then made his way off to New York for fame and fortune. Mm. Um, the way he finds his way to the Provincial Archives of Alberta is during sort of the 90s and 2000s, his material starts getting re-released. There is more interest growing in his music and a Toronto independent record label named Telephone Explosion is working with the estate of Bruce Hack on releasing an album called Electric Lucifer. <laughs> and uh, the the estate's like, you know, Bruce, Bruce loved Alberta. Bruce loved his home province. He visited often. How do we get his records home? So Telephone Explosion from Toronto starts calling around archives in Alberta, and he makes a connection with my colleague Braden Cannon. Braden is a big Bruce Hack fan, discovered mm-hmm. him during the 1990s, leafing through milk crates of albums, yeah. pulled out his early uh, recordings, and is like, yeah, no, we're totally interested. We'd love to hear this. The only challenge was all of these records were in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Mm. It's not usually how records come to the provincial archives. Usually donors come to us and Mm -hmm. say, hey, here's our stuff. Or we go to their houses. We don't usually go across the continent. Braden got permission because he's a fan and he knew the significance and flew out to Westchester, packed up the house, sent it all back here to Alberta and ultimately brought back his photographs, sheet music, notebooks, correspondence, and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's a treasure trove of Really stuff. reveals this treasure trove of stuff. How come I don't know who he is? <laughs> I've never heard his name before. And, and his music, his albums, what? We, have, we know nothing here. Right. So you don't know who Bruce Hack is because he mostly sort of lived in this obscure yeah. 
world. During the 60s, he released a bunch of children's albums with colleagues, and they are these electronic albums that you played um, some piece from Electric Lucifer, but his children's music as well is really out there. This yeah, it's is, weird. I, I listen to it. This isn't this isn't really like the type of kid stuff that we would uh, we would imagine. But what Bruce's thought was is that what you want to do is you want to raise kids to your level of art. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to speak down to kids. You want to bring them up. And you do that through quality. And his quality was by inventing his own instruments, inventing his own electronic components in order to make his quirky music. And that's the interesting thing. So now I'm starting to understand the connection with Mr. Rogers, with the yeah. children's music and the unusual stuff. So this is a little clip. So, hey, the dude is on Mr. Rogers. He's got to be something. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Mr. Rogers. How are you? Fine. Thank you for inviting us today. You... I've always wondered what you did here. And uh, this... what about this? Is this the musical computer? This is it, Mr. Rogers. It looks like a suitcase. It's built in a suitcase. And this is a plastic container that is put in a drawer to keep knives and forks in in your kitchen. Oh, we have one. Right. Yeah, but th this one's upside down, isn't it? Well, that's because it has electrical parts inside of it. I see. What about all these? Well, these buttons uh, cause the computer to make sounds and noises like this. <laughs> Those sounds are cool. Yeah, but I don't want to be listening to a whole album of that. No, <laughs> to me that sounded like the beginning of uh, what's the song? Sail. Uh, all nation. And then it goes. But it's is that is he like the originator of some of these types of techno sounds? Absolutely. I mean, the uh, synthesizer was uh, being used through the 1960s. Electronic music was really beginning to become incorporated into mm. pop music. Bruce Hack really wanted to be at the forefront of that. He, he saw himself as an innovator, as a creator, and, you know, he found, he ended up going to Juilliard to learn music, oh. but found it too restrictive. He found that the great masters were great. Mm -hmm. But he wanted to go beyond that. He wanted to... Carve his own path. Carve his own path. And, you know, to be honest, that's be, that really speaks to his roots from Alberta as well, especially in sort of the foothills of the Rocky Mountains where, you know, you have that sort of independence, that, that creativity of trying to find your way. And so he took that with him sonically, musically. And again, you know... It is out there, but we're really just catching up to him now. Um, as Stacy said, you know, Kanye has sampled his music. He found his way into early hip-hop as well. Yeah, Russell Simmons? Absolutely. <laughs> and so, you know, he is one of those if-you-know-you-know you know kind of guys. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the current innovators of music have started to pick up on his sound and use it. Electronic music is actually quite, you know, popular these days. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't find it, he wouldn't sound too, you know, out there for a current EDM concert. Uh, so tell us about this this tribute uh, to Bruce. So it's tomorrow night at the Tellus World of Science. Like I said, it's kind of a trippy light show. It's, it's a fun way to describe. It. What do you What are you doing? What can people see? What can they hear? So the Provincial Archives of Alberta is really taking this opportunity to highlight, you know 
parts of our collection that people wouldn't usually experience and in different ways. So we're actually going to kick off the evening by watching a documentary called Hack, the King of Techno. It's from 2004. It's really sort of that authoritative history of Bruce Hack, told by his friends and told by people who are inspired by his music. After the documentary, we're actually going to play the electronic Lucifer, uh, accompanied by a light show in That'd the Ziedler That'd be pretty Ziedler cool, actually. Um, and it, so, in the planetarium, right? Like that. That's very cool. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I remember being a young kid going and watching laser shows in there as well, yeah. and that's just a wonderful way of experiencing music. Now, Bruce Hack is going to increase the trippy level, um, <laughs> and. So you're going to have a whole new experience of this material that, you know, you wouldn't otherwise get sitting in your basement with your headphones on. Very cool. That is very neat. There's still tickets available? and Tickets are uh, available. Admission is free. Yeah. Seating is limited, though. Okay. You need um, to know how many people are coming, right? You have to book a ticket. Well... Or can you just... Is it a free-for-all? You free can for all? just sort of arrive. Oh, arrive, okay. Um, doors are at 6.30. The show will be starting at 7. Like I said, we'll do the documentary first, and then we'll uh, lean back in our chairs and enjoy the lights. And that's this Friday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, Tomorrow. yeah. Well, cool. that, I, it kind of blew my mind. I had no idea uh, that this guy even existed and that he was a Mr. Rogers and he's, you know, Alberta born and Alberta we should be born. super proud. And that's that's what the archive is all about, bringing yeah. our, some of our history back home again. So, Terry, And thanks. so what are you doing with all the stuff? Just It's available for the public to, to come see. Okay. at the archives. Okay. Um, you know, that's what we do. Archives are there for people to come and research Alberta's cultural mm-hmm. past. Yep. Bruce Hack fits into that perspective. You bet Very it nice. does. Terry O'Riordan, great to have you here. He is the audiovisual conservator at the uh, Provincial Archives of Alberta, in studio with us today and introducing us to Bruce Hack. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Back in a moment. Door Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat. Well, we thought our chat with Terry had ended and then all of a sudden pulls out this little gem. A gift. A gift of, of a photograph of, it's a black and white photograph of Chuck Berry and a Ched microphone. Terry, what's this photo all about? And we'll share it on our, our social media so you 100%. can see the photo as well, everybody. So, one of the benefits of working in the archives is that we have access to amazing images from Alberta's past. This one is a rock and roll show from 1957. Ched hosted something called the Kids Rock and Roll Show. Uh, The photograph is of Chuck Berry and a uh, 630 Ched interviewer. Um, The photograph is like captured mid-interview. Yeah, surrounded by uh, people, mostly women, trying to get, I guess, an autograph of, of Chuck Berry. And, and what an interesting time for him Absolutely. in terms of race, in terms of it, so many things happening in this photo that you could look at and go, wow. And then this old school Ched Mike, I don't even know who this man is. Well, we'll check it. Halsey's here. Hal- Halsey will <laughs> know who Halsey he is. can help us out. Because <laughs> we're setting up an apartment for Halsey at the archives. 
It's across the street, isn't it? So yeah, it's definitely yeah, really close. Right across the street. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Terry, so for cool. bringing that in. Absolutely. That's very cool. And so if, if, if people want to come to the archives and, and say, I know that this existed way back when. Do you have any things I can look at? Is it that interactive? Is it open it is. to the public? Do you have to make appointments? Anything like that? So the archives is open from Tuesday to Friday. Public do come in every single day. Okay. We are a treasure trove for genealogical researchers looking up uh, family histories. Uh, right now, we have an exhibit on prohibition of alcohol uh, in Alberta. That's in our foyer. You don't have to sign up or anything. You can just walk in and take a look. Otherwise, researchers will come into our uh, reading room and say, you know, I'm interested in early rock music in Alberta. Do you have anything like that? And we'll point them in the way of our photographs. And that's usually a great way for somebody to dive in. They'll look at an image like Chuck Berry and say, I had no idea that Chuck Berry came to Edmonton. How do I find out more? I had no idea Chuck Berry came to Edmonton. Oh, so there's tons of people that came through. It just never occurred to me to find out, <laughs> I suppose, is one way to do it. It was on a Ched show. And, I love yeah. the Ched show part. Yeah, oh, we're connection. framing this. Thank you so much for the gift. My That's pleasure. Nice. Terry O'Reardon, audiovisual conservator at the Provincial Archives of Alberta. There's nothing like walking through memory lane by looking at the pictures. I just finished having a whole bunch of my uh, my family's old 8mm films transferred over. So stuff from 55... Oh, I should probably have a chat with you about that. See if you want any of this stuff. From 55 through to about 70... Five. Oh, I thought your all your family photos would be like carved in stone. No, my, but my grandparents went to. Oh, wow, wow, day four, and that's where we're going. Terry, you're a nice person. I'll tell you all about my films in a few moments. You know I love you. I know, love you back. I, I had, I, I had. <laughs> that's the first thing that came to mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Seven fifty-one. You're listening to This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chan. Oh, boy. Chopper yep. traffic. No, no, no. It's not chopper no, traffic. No, no, no. It's not chopper yet. traffic. you got to hear the chopper first before it's chopper traffic. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. This is, this is talking about reface magic. That's uh, what we're doing here. Okay. And because they love to work on kitchen renovations. I've Cabinets, heard that. Fixtures, storage ideas. They love kitchens. So don't be surprised if you get a project done in your kitchen that you'll get them back to do another project in your home. Reface Magic team will come in, do an in-home consultation, see what they can do for you. Uh, If you want to find out, all you have to do is visit refacemagic.ca. Keep in mind, family-owned and operated for over 20 years. And now, Stacey. (laughs) That's the worst helicopter sound I've ever heard. Does anyone know how to do a good helicopter impression? Oh, oh, you got to pound your chest? Okay, all right. I'm sure Justin Durbin can do a, a, a helicopter imitation. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Stacey. No, uh, those were both perfect, though. Uh, we are moving pretty well.